Good morning, everyone. It's Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is uh, April twenty first, twenty twenty one. I think uh, I think this is the anniversary of Prince's death. April twenty one. I think so. I'm not sure, but. I think it is. And I'm thinking about Prince because yesterday in St. Louis, it snowed. And he had a song called Sometimes It Snows in April. And he wasn't wrong. It did snow. Um, Yeah, it was 70 degrees on like Monday. And it was snowing yesterday. It's insane. You know, and I was rushing to mow my lawn because I didn't want to do it after the snow. Good grief. Anyway, yesterday went about exactly how I expected. I got a flurry of texts and nervous uh, people worrying. I listen when other police officers testify that that's not the technique, that that's not how they were trained. Uh, when people are openly going against their peer, uh, chances are that person is going to go to jail. And that's where he deserves to be. You know, and and I saw a bunch of Republicans prior to the, you know, these these people who just toe the party line no matter what. You know, these extremists, they were going on about nobody would vote him not guilty because they were already um, afraid. That's the only way you could serve on that jury. And it's like, see, you guys go around making all these excuses. Do you know they just finally lost their last lawsuit regarding the presidential election? We are four months in (laughs) to a world without Trump, and they are still fighting that battle. You know, the extremists have hijacked that party, and and they ought to be really concerned. You know, if you're a rational, uh, conservative, Republican person, you you know your party doesn't exist anymore, and you should be alarmed. Um, But anyway, I, I thought Derek Chauvin would be found guilty. I thought he would go to jail. And he should go to jail. Uh, you know, that that talk about punishment doesn't fit the crime. You know, um, a counterfeit bill. It's not like he had to chase somebody down and, and you know, hog time after a, a triple murder. My God, counterfeit $20 bill and that's your reaction? You're, you're a danger to society. And, you know... <sighs> All these cases are not similar, and all these cases aren't clear-cut. A lot of these cases, you can understand why the police officer reacted the way they did. This case is not one of those. And, uh, you know, I don't know that justice was served in general, but it definitely was served for George Floyd's family. That's what hap- that's what happens when someone... Um, takes the life of your loved one, you want to see them punished. You know, especially if their actions <laughs> had nothing to do with why they got murdered. And uh, that was the that was this case here. It's not always the case, but it was here. And that was super clear. I mean, yikes. How would you like to serve on the force with somebody crazy like that? That was a crazy overreaction. And you cannot tell me that there isn't more in his repertoire that he's done that people are like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to go out with him. And he was training people that day. 
And he was so arrogant, he didn't even try to make the girl stop filming. The reason why we were able to watch nine uninterrupted minutes was because, you know, nobody thought to be like, hey, we don't want this documented. Because, you know, that's what you do when you know you're doing something wrong. This dude is up here. He's so arrogant thinking nothing is is going on and that he's above the law that he didn't even bother to even be embarrassed. Or, you know, in fact, every time they said you're killing him, he just doubled down on it. That's ridiculous. And shame on him. And shame on anybody who defends that kind of behavior. Because that is not what police, good police work is about. To protect and serve, that was neither. And I'm glad it ended that way because that was what's supposed to happen. And can we, you know, can we dare to dream and introduce a world where accountability is coming back, where people actually get held accountable, no matter what their political affiliation, no matter what their race, no matter what their gender, that people get held accountable when they do wrong? I would love to see that. You know, I just I think we have become we've normalized a lot of this stuff, you know, and we don't like to call people out. But there are a lot of people out here who are completely and absolutely full of shit. They just are. You know, you see it all the time. And it's like, I don't even think they realize how full of shit they are. Maybe, maybe not. You know, I think people are arrogant sometimes and miss the signals. They don't read a room. I I think that's a skill that's probably been lost and needs to be reintroduced. Read the room. Pay attention. You know, think about someone other than yourself. You know, and to my earlier point, protect and serve. You know, so many people are out here serving themselves. They forget the whole point that, you know, you're supposed to serve other people. And you don't have to be a politician or a police officer or or anything like that to to serve. I think I think all humans are born to serve, not as slaves, not as not as some indentured servant. I mean, you start to realize when you get older and live your life a certain way, the best part of it is when you've helped someone else. And that's true. You know, um, nothing makes you feel better. There's like a rush of adrenaline and I, I guess some oxytocin when you serve someone else legitimately with nothing in it for you. It's really, truly one of the best feelings in the world. And the more I do it, you know, the better I feel. And the better I feel, the better the opportunities are that come to me. But this whole idea that, you know, everybody has to do what you say or you're in some deep control, deep mind state. I mean, this is just strange to me. I've actually been curious because I've seen some things lately that really cracked me up. Social media is like the biggest fraud ever perpetrated on us because you can be whatever you want in social media. You know, you can be popular. You can be uh what is, what is it? You're pro whatever. You're pro, uh, let's say you're a feminist, but not in real life. But on social media, you, every opportunity you're celebrating women. But in your real life, it's clear that you're probably not a fan. <laughs> I, I mean, social media has made our society 
kind of t- extra toxic because it, it you can pretend and you can lie. But the truth always comes out. I'm telling you, all these people that I've seen on Facebook over the years, we're in love. I love my husband. He's the best. And then, you know, they go dark for a while and then they come back and it's like, well, where did your husband go? What happened to that? I mean, I've seen at least four solid uh, seeming relationships just evaporate on Facebook. He's the best. He's my rock and my soulmate. Uh, then they go dark. Then they come back. I've moved uh, to a whole nother state. Got a whole new life. <laughs> it's like, wait, <laughs> what happened? I mean, there are some good things about social media, obviously, uh, to spread messages, um, to get people behind you. Like George Floyd, of course, in in an era without social media, who knows how that would have uh you know, how that would have been covered strictly just by news media. Because news media in our country, it seems to be, um, they're not really into investigation. Everything's a headline. They don't really have the staff to, you know, get out there and walk a beat anymore and write real stories, uh, which is sad, which I'd like to see. I mean, St. Louis is a city in need of a good, solid news gathering organization because I don't feel like we have one. Um and yeah, I don't know. It just social media is kind of like the devil, but I'm glad that uh, the positives are, you know, sometimes they outweigh the negatives. But I got to be honest with you. I've seen a lot of fraudulent behavior on social media, and I think that's dangerous. I think I think it's the ultimate spin zone. And, it, and then it makes you have to work harder as a human being to see if someone's telling the truth or not. You know, you have to pay attention to what they do, not what they say, because I swear, I think I've seen people hire like PR folks, regular folks, just hire somebody to help them with their social media, um, you know, to create the illusion of something. Hey, it is what it is. Anyway, that was the verdict I was expecting. I think authenticity is important. I think people need to understand that there are consequences for for bad behavior. And it is my hope that people who are out here not being legit, not being authentic, who are sliding under the radar, who are saying one thing and doing another. I mean, your day is coming and I really hope it's here because the rest of us have to play by the rules. So why don't you, you know, and I I'm happy to see Donald Trump gone. I'm happy to see Derek Chauvin going to jail. Um. And, you know, let's just keep this going because there's a lot of fake frauds out here. There are a lot of people who pretend they love you and they don't at all. (laughs) They're not for you. And, you know, I'm not saying you got to be super, super deep to figure it out. You know, Uh, it's just time for a new way to live, you know, a time for for people to be authentic. And I think, you know, we're worn out. We've been in a pandemic. We've had all kinds of bizarre leadership. You know, in in my state, we had like nothing from Trump. Then our governor was just super hands off. I thought he did a terrible job uh, with COVID. He was an anti-masker. And all these other little towns throughout Missouri were anti-maskers until they got ravaged by COVID. Then they all start flooding the major cities like St. Louis and Kansas City. And it's like, how is that fair? 
And then you have to rely on just local leadership. But this is a very fragmented region. So we have a whole bunch of local leaders and all of their styles influenced each other. And I mean, it's just such a weird uh, place. The way we do things here is super goofy. You know, we've been through some trauma. So I think it's time for us to heal. I think it's time for us to elevate. And I get it. People forget healing hurts. If you've ever had to actually heal from something, you forget that that's a process and it's normally painful depending on what you're healing from. So I think it'd be exciting if we could just be healed. (laughs) No more pain. But, you know, no pain, no gain. It's all relative. Anyway, I hope that you are having a wonderful week. I hope you're having a good year. April's going quickly. Um, I've been super busy. I think probably I've been busier in the last year than I've probably been in my whole life. And I've only felt overwhelmed like once or twice. Um, but you know, we're designed to be effective. We're designed to be productive and you can do it. Whatever is going on in your life, you can do it. And it's there for a reason. Uh, as Joel Osteen would say, it's not a surprise to God. So you have to figure it out. It's it's there for you to learn, grow, evolve, and to, um, you know, set in motion whatever it is you said you wanted for yourself. And uh, I'm I'm definitely at that place. <laughs> so, but I like I said, I'm excited. There are a lot of good things uh, cooking, and um, yeah, you know, I'm excited. Life is good, very 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 good. All right, I hope you're well as I hope you're well as well which I could say that better, but it's too early to try to figure it out. So I will leave you there. Please have a wonderful day. Uh, Take care of yourselves. And uh, yeah, be your best.